0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Hello again. Welcome into the Eiktagon. And another study of the mind, body, and soul. This is the Mind, Body, and Soul Podcast. Hope you like the pacing, hope it's not too slow, I mean well, thank you for the likes, the reviews, the subscriptions, we're now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public. And Google podcast so the mind body and soul or MBS is growing though I'm humble now that UFC 243 has passed I just would like to say that questions I had and some of them that I answered on my own came to fruition after UFC 243 Dan Hooker gets the biggest credit, New Zealand's own, because he didn't find himself in a brawl with Ally Kinta. He found himself marked, tamed, and on point with his striking. En route to a unanimous decision on the judge's scorecard, and now en route to a top-five fight in the UFC's lightweight division. So my biggest tip of the hat goes to Dan Hooker. He showed me that he's not just a young striker looking for a fight bonus. He showed me that he's a seasoned veteran and he's ready to make a run at the title. Whether or not he gets there, his next fight will be very important. So UFC 243. The biggest attended UFC event of all time. I believe the top four MMA event of all time. The prides in the early 2000 are 1, 2, and 3, the highest being 71,000, and a few in between from 71,000 to this past weekend's 57,000-person attended MMA event. So great job by the UFC. Great job by them recognizing stars, aligning their stars, where to put them. And making the fight happen, and great job by the fighters, especially Robert Whitaker. This isn't a joke or a slight, but for showing up on fight day. I know it meant a lot to him. And in the lead-up to this on the Mind, Body, and Soul, or MBS number one, I mentioned how anxious he was and how excited he was. And it showed because his game plan was to march forward, do a spring and jab, do a spring and cross which is a one-two combination and you see fighters like wonder boy do the one-two and throw a kick from a blind side you see mcgregor skip in there with a one-two combination you see darren till with probably the in one-two combination in the sport skips in there lead jab followed by a far hook Excuse me, a far cross, a one-two combination. So Whitaker, who studied the Gaslam game plan, who Gaslam as well has a great skip one-two combination, who even though he's a smaller guy now in the middleweight division, and especially against Adesanya, he was able to touch Adesanya, especially with the, the far hand, not just the jab, but he touched him with the far hand, the back hand, the cross, the two. So Whitaker, showing great gamesmanship, figured that he's faster than Gaslam, figured that he could touch Adesanya's jaw and he could put him away because he believed he was faster. This is where Adesanya was different this past weekend than UFC. Two, thirty-six 36 in April against Calvin Gaslam. Follow me on this. Back in April against Calvin Gaslam, Israel Adesanya mentioned that it was the first night that he didn't have fun. It was a night that he saw the darkness in the later rounds and was not afraid of the darkness meaning he was tired his body was breaking gasoline was gaining speed gaining momentum knocked him down with the head kick excuse me at least wobbled him with that head kick but adesanya found something deeper in that fight he found a new gear that he could hit in his fighting repertoire. And leading up to this fight, he said he didn't have fun in that fight. He said it was something else. It was almost like work. It was almost like work meets destiny, meets the game plan, meets execution, meets heart. That fight, he showed all the substance he's ever shown combined in that fight. I talk about soul, the mind, the body, and the soul. You can perfect your engine, your body, your temple to peak performance. You can have concrete mind and confidence and thoughts and positivity leading up to the fight. But what happens when the going gets tough? Well, Israel Adesanya, the tough got going in that Galvin Gastelum fight. So that was the substance. His soul really showed in that fight. And leading up to this past weekend's fight, UFC 243, he mentioned that he wanted to have fun. And he'll make sure to always have fun moving forward in his fights. And when he has fun, he's the best fighter in the world. And that may sound silly. For a lot of you, what does that mean, fun? You're in a fight. Or what does that mean? You're amazing. You should always have fun. He wanted that belt back at UFC 236. That was the winning belt for him. Now, I'm not making this up. These are quotes that he has said. And he speaks the truth. Isra had a ton of fun countered that spring and jab and cross that Whitaker was throwing at him with beautiful counter footwork switch stance exposing Whitaker because Whitaker put so much momentum and spring into his action into his strikes and movement he exposed himself not once but twice the first one ended the first round The second one, end of the fight. And it was the same move. Whitaker's actions and his mannerisms and gestures proved true. The the same exact in the fight. Anxious, jumpy, ready to go. And it cost him. Not much, because uh, I believe in Robert Whitaker. He's a warrior. He didn't fall victim to Joel Romero twice. He beat Joel Romero twice. He didn't just go the distance, he beat him twice. Robert Whitaker will be back, as he said. I believe him. Again, who? We have to see. Could be Gastelum, could be Darren Till. A lot of fun matchups at middleweight. But Israel Adesanya, let's focus on Dan Hooker's teammate. City Kickboxing's prodigy. Israel Adesanya, the last style bender. He's now officially a global superstar. The first ESPN MMA UFC made superstar. Great job. He is now peaking. And the world is his, the division is his. He's a couple steps away. A couple huge steps. That you can't just step up. To these steps, you have to jump, grab with your hands, throw one leg over the other, and climb to the top, and accomplish it. I'll get to those other steps at the end of this segment. But with Arasanya, I questioned his mind. I questioned how much he was in control of it. How much of this fame fortune, notoriety, popularity would take away from his performance, he showed that he can control it all in a major local show for him, Adesanya being a New Zealander, Robert Whitaker an Australian. One of the biggest stages in MMA history. The biggest stage in UFC history. You're the guy. Everybody's eyes are on you. What does he do? He has one of the all-time MMA walkouts of all time. Old friends of his, who are professional dancers, I assume, they all choreographed a walkout that involved a one-handed carp wheel and some preparation and the scary thing is you never want those things to take away from the actual fight from the actual performance and they didn't He balanced everything. He impressed me. It takes a lot to impress me, I'm sorry. But he impressed the MMA world. It set it on fire. Arasanya for me is a superstar. He's now 7-0 and in the UFC. Just like McGregor, his sixth win was an interim belt and his seventh win was a unifying belt. But when McGregor won his seventh fight against Jose Aldo and won the official belt, McGregor fought Nate Diaz at a higher weight class, fought for a double belt in a different weight division, and then went to go fight Floyd Mayweather. Adesanya is a combination of Anderson Silva and McGregor. Not only does he have all the tools inside of the cage, like Silva, but he also has all the verbal tools that McGregor possesses. But unlike McGregor, he will not go up to face John Jones in a higher weight class. Not yet. Not yet, people. He will clean out the division... Once, maybe twice, like Anderson Silva has. And his next test, wow. Palo Barachina Costa, or the Ricky Martin look-alike. It's going to be a huge test for Adesanya, huge test. Paulo Costa is a devastating striker with absolute devastating power, raw power, power that knocked Joel Romero on his ass. Not many people can do that. Paulo Costa is a tank. Nickname is the Eraser. He erases all his opponents' hopes, dreams, and admirations to get out of there without a bruise. Paulo Costa, undefeated. His last fight against Joel Romero back at UFC 241 was the only fight of his career to go the distance. Wow. He is next for Adesanya, and he is a wrecking machine. He is the new version, the next generation of Vitor Belfort. How Anderson Silva passed the torch to Israel Adesanya, a slick, smooth footwork striker. Palakasa is a devastator like Vitor Belfort. So, looking at this fight from the outside, it's Anderson Silva, Vitor Belfort. Version 2.0. Amazing. I cannot wait. So Whitaker versus Adesanya was the best striking match the UFC could put on in 2019. It's not looking like anything's going to beat Adesanya versus Costa in 2020. I can't see it an amazing striking match I believe bodies of these men will be perfected, peaking for the fight you better believe their souls will show Arasana will know what level he will go to excuse me he will know what level he will have to go to to beat Costa it might be a mixture of a Whitaker and a Gaslam fight Where he's having fun. But he's focused. It's focused fun. Because. Costa's not going to charge like that. He's going to cut off the cage. He's going to march Adesanya down. He's going to throw tree trunk leg leg kicks. Sledgehammer. Hooks. And try to take out Arasanya, But the mind. Who's too confident? Because there's now anger involved in this matchup, this building matchup. Adesanya is obviously the brash talker. Slick on a mic. Costa, who a a lot of people may not know this, but he's from humble beginnings. He wasn't always this jacked Brazilian Hercules. Good looking guy as well. But according to his coach, Paulo Costa has had a tough upbringing. He's earned everything he has. <sighs> but is he focused on the right things? Is he fighting for the right reasons? Where is his mind? Months out I'm putting on Asana as my favorite, but it is close. It is almost a pick'em fight. It is very, very close. But where will Adesanya's mind be? As I mentioned before, City Kickboxing, a New Zealand MMA gym, For Dan Hooker and Israel Adesanya. Well, there was a third teammate of theirs who fought at UFC 243, Brad Riddell. This guy, his first contract, is fighting in one of the biggest MMA shows. He's a local to the area. Boy, did he perform! What a slugfest Riddell was probably nervous Anxious, excited His mind was probably all over His body Didn't matter if something was torn going into the fight He would be there But his soul Elevated the entire arena Soulful performance showed absolute substance I'm sorry I'm misremembering his opponent, but the focus should just be on Riddell. Amazing performance. Devastating, winging head strikes. Oh, Malarkey, there it is. Malarkey was trying to wrestle this guy's body to the ground over and over and over, and Riddell wasn't looking for a wrestling match, was looking for a Back alley slugfest. Boy, was it. It was amazing. It was a great performance by Riddell. He was so tired from punching Malarkey so much. <laughs> now, last but certainly not least, A fellow Long Islander, Al Iaquinta, Raging Al Iaquinta. Questions that I had in the lead up to this were answered. Every question, every concern I had was exploited. Al promised this was going to be the best version of himself. That Hooker is going to get what he asked for, meaning he wanted to fight me in his backyard. I'm going to put a whooping on this lower rank guy. I thought Al would win a slugfest, a boxing slugfest. But, and barely, barely. I think he would barely win that. And I think that would be a false sense of confidence if he did. This was an alarm, but a good alarm. A good awakening. Al showed no kicks on offense. He didn't check any kicks. He wrestled out of desperation, and he couldn't land any significant boxing strikes. I fully believe Al went to the fight way overconfident and left Melbourne, Australia lost mentally. He's always got a soul, he's always got substance He's always working hard. His body's peaking. The thing is with his mind, where is it at? After the Khabib fight, his confidence was built up over eight months to the Kevin Lee rematch fight, where that was the best fight of Ally Quinta's career. Amazing performance from former title contender, uh, going against the former title contender. Al was something out of a movie. And he needs to refine that motivation and readjust his skills and add to his toolbox. This day and age, you have to have a couple of kicks in the arsenal. If you're a great wrestler who went toe-to-toe wrestling with Khabib and actually stood up, use it. That means something. Use it. I have no doubt that Al Aliquinta will be back. It's important for him not to rush back to try to get a victory. He needs to reset. doubt he'll be back. Wrapping up the MBS number two. Dan Hooker, great job. He has earned a top five opponent, potentially Gaethje. Potentially Cowboy, potentially Dustin Poirier. It's going to be a fun fight. Robert Whitaker. Doesn't need to change much. Can probably relax. There's a lot of pressure on him that he put on himself for this fight. Arasanya. perfect 10 out of 10 performance amazing he is peaking he is in the prime what can he do next how can he top this perfect performance we'll see Brad Riddell beating Malarkey no I don't remember the first name of Malarkey but Brad Riddell shown amazing soul. Can't wait for that guy's next fight. I hope the UFC comes back to New Zealand or Australia very soon. It's a grown population, the oceanic fighting population. The fighters have built up that section of the world and deserve every big show. Wholeheartedly, great job And finally Raging now Figure it out kid You have time You have a long cold winter coming up Be smart about your decisions You'll always have soul on fight night But don't let your mind slip and pull your body with it. Stay focused on the goal. It's Khabib with a title. Thank you. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.